why watch that sneak peek? The critic got a chance to see a sneak peek of the new movie musical called The Greatest Showman. Mm. Mm. The Greatest Showman. And of course, this is uh, based on a very famous, the P.T. Barnum, the, the greatest showman, the greatest show on earth. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Now, this is, like I said, a musical. <laughs> we always have to tell people that be prepared. People will be bursting into song and dancing while they're acting and doing other things. Mm -hmm. Now, this is written by Bill Condon. Yes, the great Bill Condon. You know his work. It was also written by, uh, the story was by Jenny Bix, and she also wrote the, the screenplay as well. It's not directed by Bill Condon which we're used to seeing, that's hmm. odd. Instead, it's directed by Michael Gracie, and it has a pretty beautiful cast. <laughs> it's a <laughs> bunch of beautiful people, like handsome and, and beautiful. Zendaya um, is is in it, so for all the teenies out there, Zendaya's in it, Zac Efron, Heartthrob, Rebecca Ferguson, but it's headlined by um, Hugh Jackman, who we know does sing and dance and has um, a lot of, you know, a lot of experience doing that. Michelle Williams is in it. And then it goes on and on with other people. Those are the big ones that we would probably know and talk about on the show. I didn't see it. I'm eager to hear what's going on. I'm just, it's fishy. It's a little fishy that Bill Condon didn't direct it. So I need to hear from you, critic. Do we see this or not in the theater? Why watch that? Well, um, the plot. Yes, this is P.T. Barnum. Yes, of Barnum and Bailey Circus. He's the greatest showman. We see him as a child. Um, his father uh, worked for a rich man. Uh, this rich man did not treat people well. Uh, and this rich man had a daughter. Uh, so P.T. Barnum, as a kid, took an interest to her, wanted to entertain her. One day he's there with his father. He makes her laugh while she's going through her lessons. This leads to a problem. The father slaps him. Okay. Whoa, whoa. He grows up. And the grown-up P.T. Barnum is played by Hugh Jackman um, at age 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever age. Uh, and P.T. Barnum walks up to this house as a man now, takes the girl away from her daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yes. So Charity, that's Michelle Williams' character's name, leaves Daddy and the Daddy says she'll be back once she's done with you and all your nonsense. And he has this great idea to make money by creating a wax museum. Now, he needs to get a loan for this. He doesn't have any money. And from a previous venture he has, he convinces a bank to take certain collateral from him that is dubious and give him this money. So he starts this wax museum. No one comes. Okay, so this is not Field of Dreams. If they build it, they will not come. So, what's he going to do? Well, there are these uh, unique people, let's call them, that he's encountered. And these curiosities he thinks maybe if he brings them to his building, puts them on display, that people will come. So they'll see the bearded lady. They'll see the, the, the giant. 
They'll see the man who's way overweight. They'll see the trapeze artists and so on. And this begins to work. Now there's a critic out there who doesn't like this at all. Well, P.T. Barnum, he's the greatest showman. He takes this critic's work and uses it to entice people in to see these curiosities. This critic calls it a circus. He goes, oh great, yeah, I love the word circus and so on. So this really takes off. Now, some of the local people don't like that this is going on. They don't wanna see, um, you know, these people on display. They find it very uh, uh, harmful to their society. So he has to combat that. Also along the way, he uh, crosses the pond because he gets to know Zac Efron's character who's Philip Carlyle. Um, he's a wealthy man, he promotes plays. So P.T. Barnum wants respectability, he goes to him to help him with that. They go across the pond, they meet the queen, Queen Victoria at this time, and they meet uh, Jenny Lind, who's a famous uh, Swedish opera singer. So P.T. Barnum decides to bring her to the United States. She agrees reluctantly and put her on display and in that way gain cachet. Now he's never heard this woman sing. So we see how this plays out as well. What's going on with them as, as well, everybody, between P.T. Barnum and Jenny Lind. Remember, he's married and he does have two daughters at this time. So he's neglecting his family to deal with his showmanship. Now, by the end of this movie, where is he left standing? Is the circus okay? Is his family okay? Are all of the people whom he took out of the shadows and put in the harsh spotlight, are they okay or not? So that's the question for the greatest showman. And that's where I leave the plot. And now, before I get to why watch that, why? let's talk about my impressions. Uh, like the ref said, everybody, this is a musical. And this is not a musical that's trying to be realistic. This is in the old fashioned sense of musical. Okay, so we have Zendaya who plays um, uh, one of the trapeze artists and acrobats. She's flipping around, flying through you know, the sky and singing. Now she and Zac Efron, of course, have some sort of love story, but she's black and he's white. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. So we get all of that. And he, you know, he dances around with her and everything else. So you get that. We get all <laughs> we get the all the circus members, they do all their group numbers, whoever they are. It's the basic ensemble that you would see in any musical. And the bearded lady is the one who can sing, not sing. She can sing. Okay? So you get that. Um uh now. If you saw Lay Miz, you know what Hugh Jackman can do. Uh Michelle Williams sings as well, by the way, and she dances. Rebecca oh, Ferguson, I, because, <laughs> because now I have to get into negativity. Rebecca Ferguson, oh, no. who plays the famous Swedish opera singer. Obviously, she's not the one singing. Everybody else really is, but I don't think that's her. And she's an opera singer, everybody. So when she goes up to sing in front of us, the American public, she starts singing a pop song. She's an opera singer. Why isn't she singing opera? And it's not even that she's an opera singer singing pop, she's a pop singer singing pop. 
very strange. Mm. And uh, the team behind the La La Land music did this. And I have to say, it's kind of like what, what they left on the floor after La La Land. It's like, oh, let's pick this song up. We can probably use it here, throw it in. The, a lot of the lyrics, I didn't need to hear. Uh, it wasn't advancing the story. Uh, the ones I could hear, I should say. Some of them is just, you can't hear it anyway. And this is my, this is one of my pet peeves in musicals, both on screen and off right now. If I can't understand what you're saying, why am I listening? The music doesn't come first. Sorry, it doesn't. The story does. Uh, everybody gets the auto-tune at varying degrees. Okay, so the better singer you are, the less you get. So um, I do have to call out uh, Kiala Settle, who is a Broadway veteran, who is, who is a Tony Award nominee. Mm -hmm. She plays the bearded lady, barely hear the auto-tune. Mm. Mm -hmm. Barely hear it. Others, we get more. Uh, you know, Hugh Jackman, let's go through performances. Hugh Jackman is fine, fine. Zac Efron, I mean, it's Zac Efron. What do I have to say? Yeah, Michelle, he knows what he's doing in those things, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Michelle Williams, she's just there to be there. <laughs> like, you're not, they're not really using her. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, yeah, all right. Zendaya, uh, you know, looks great. She does, she does her brand. So that's what this is about, um, everybody. I have to say that it, the moment to moment in this movie is really weak. I already talked about the writing of the songs, the book, whatever. Um, this is what it's like. It's like a Disney cartoon uh, on the B or C level, but instead of it being an animated, they're humans. And this is not a bad thing necessarily for the holidays. So here's the why behind the watch that. This is going to work for families. So if you want to take your family to a movie, um, that's not really going to offend anybody. Uh, it'll give you messages about, you know, it's bad to be a bigot. It's bad to be a bully. Take care of your family, et cetera, et cetera. You know, all of us are equal. That's this movie. That's what you're going to get. Uh, some of these musical numbers are going to be crowd pleasers, especially the ones with the ensembles. The ensemble sounds great. The dancing is fine. You'll get the whole showmanship behind it as well. So if you just want to take your family out with some kids and see this kind of movie, you, you think that maybe Star Wars is not going to work for everybody, uh, then this is going to be it. It's nothing special. I will have to say that. And if that's not your situation where you're looking for something that's a bit stronger uh, this holiday season, you should look elsewhere. Well, there you go. The greatest showman is out probably in every theater around for those reasons that the critic outlined. It's gonna be a great alternative to the Star Wars frenzy that's going on. Listen. It is what it is. If you want to sing and dance and see some people acting and see some beautiful people on the screen, want to take the kids, nobody's offended, it's probably a no-brainer. Will it feed your soul? Mm. I don't know. Does your soul like really sweet candy? 